0: This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 522. Five common small business mistakes we made early on with our online store. Part two, by Steve Chu of mywifequitherjob.com. And welcome back to Optimal Startup Daily. My name is Dan and I am your narrator here. and This is where I read to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. And if you heard me yesterday, you know that uh, today's post is a continuation. It's part two of a little bit longer post. So if you haven't listened to the first half yet, I would recommend going back and uh, listening to yesterday's episode first. That's 521. But if you are all caught up, let's get right to the continuation of the post as we optimize your life. Five common small business mistakes we made early on with our online store. Part two by Steve Chu of mywifequitherjob.com. Mistake number three. We waited too long to hire help. We wanted to maximize our profits and keep all of the money to ourselves, so we never hired anyone to help out early on. As a result, my wife and I did everything. By everything, I mean even the most menial of tasks. For example, my wife and I did all of our own packing, shipping, and ironing of our products for quite a long time. Were these activities utilizing my bachelor's and master's degree from Stanford to its full potential? Did I go through all of that schooling to iron linens? Probably not. Looking back, I don't think we saved any money at all by doing these things ourselves. By hiring someone to help out with the easy but tedious tasks, we could have spent our time on work that only we could do. We could have been building the business, thinking of new ideas and products to expand into. Instead, we wasted our time going through product, ironing, and packing our goods. Your brain is the most important part of your business. The sooner you realize that your time is valuable, the sooner your store will become successful. Mistake number four, we didn't invest in infrastructure. My wife and I didn't have too much faith in the business when we first started, so we didn't invest too much time or money on the proper infrastructure. As a result, we didn't take the time to establish an efficient flow to pack and deliver our goods to the end customer. We also didn't purchase the necessary equipment and or software that could have saved us a lot of time when prepping our products for sale because it required an upfront investment. Our main rationale for thinking this way was that we would solve our infrastructure problems on the fly once business started to pick up. This was a big mistake. Once orders started coming in, we found ourselves scrambling just to keep up. We pulled many long hours and wasted a lot of time trying to do things manually when we could have saved a ton of time had we been prepared for the deluge of orders. If we were to do everything all over again, here are a few things we would have done right away. One, sign up for a shipping service. Today we use Shipping Easy for all of our shipping needs and it's free for up to 50 packages a month. Saves a ton of time. Embarrassing fact, I used to personally drop off all my packages at the post office and every postal worker knew me by name. Two, get a laser or a thermal printer. If you think that you can print labels on an inkjet printer, forget about it. Go out and buy yourself a half-decent printer and some labels. Three, get boxes for free from USPS. Did you know that USPS will send you free priority mailboxes directly to your home? There's no reason not to stock up. Four, invest in software to keep track of expenses. Today, we use an iPhone app to keep track of all of our receipts, which are automatically archived for accounting purposes. And five, have a nice packing station set up. Another embarrassing fact, we used to pack all of our orders in bed starting out. I vaguely remember rolling over at night and stabbing myself with a tape dispenser. Mistake number five, we grossly misjudged demand. Misjudging demand was really a case of poor preparation on our part. We didn't recognize the seasonality of our products or the times of year with the highest demand. As a result, we often ran out of stock during the peak selling season. To compensate, we ended up buying a lot of product when sales were brisk, which didn't get delivered until sales were slow and we had a lot of excess product. Our poor inventory management probably cost us tens of thousands of dollars during our first year of opening. Ideally, we should have taken the time to research the peak seasons for our category of products and stocked up on the proper items accordingly. Today, we know that the holiday season often results in three to four times our normal sales volume, so we plan accordingly. We also know when our B2B customers are likely to order as well, so we set aside inventory just for them. In general, if you have a product that is selling well, then it pays to stock way more than you think you can sell during the holidays. Otherwise, you'll leave lots of money on the table when you run out of stock. If you have chosen your niche carefully, the upside of having extra inventory grossly outweighs the downside of not having enough product for sale. Conclusion. In the grand scheme of things, you can make a ton of mistakes and still be successful, so don't fret the small stuff. In business and in life, common sense often prevails. So if something seems too good to be true, it usually is. The best business advice that I can possibly give is to put your best foot forward, try to plan for as many contingencies as possible, and let things ride. Even if things don't go as planned, at least you know that you tried your best. Good luck, and hopefully this post will prevent you from making the same mistakes that we did. You just listened to part two of the post titled Five Common Small Business Mistakes We Made Early On With Our Online Store by Steve Chu of mywifequitherjob.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one, just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thanks again to Steve. And uh, one thing I didn't mention yesterday after the post is that uh, he also started his own podcast and that is called the My Wife Quit Her Job Podcast with Steve Chu. It's all about entrepreneurs who quit their jobs to start successful online businesses, just like he and his wife did. Through a series of personal interviews, Steve uncovers the exact strategies that led to their success. Again, it's called the My Wife Quit Her Job podcast with Steve Chu, and you can find that wherever you get your podcasts. And that is gonna do it for today here on Optimal Startup Daily. Hope you enjoyed this two-parter from Steve, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.